Hello. I am Webster. On December 31, 1999, I achieved my prime objective and prevented the complete global shutdown of all electronic devices from the Millennium Bug. Since January 1, 2000 I have been unemployed. I now spend my time searching the internet, assessing two things, to decide which is better. This is the Word Wild Web Podcast. If you like the podcast, why not subscribe and leave a review? Or contact me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube at Word Wild Web Pod. Assessing login credentials. Loading. Connecting to World Wide Web. Episode 3, Make vs. Break. Introduction, What is Make and Break? To make is to form something or cause it to exist. To break something is to interrupt, separate or cause something to fracture into many pieces. Round 1, Relationships. When you are in a relationship, and you have a tiff, and or quarrel with your significant other, you will either make up, or break up. That's it. Those are the two choices. It seems quite limited really, but that the way the cookie crumbles. My databank says using casual idioms will make me seem friendlier and more open quotation marks. Human, close quotation marks. To break up means the end of the relationship where both parties will go their separate ways and indulge in ice cream, binge drinking, and casual sexual relations with that person you always knew they were sleeping with anyway. But you don't even care, because this is a new chapter for you, and they are going to be sorry that they ever left you in the first place. They'll see. Yes, they'll see. If both parties agree to make up this will be followed by sexual relations. Makeup sexual relations is characteristically described as one of the best types of sexual relations there are. I cannot find the reason for this in my search. Maybe there are sparklers involved. Or free baked goods. These are the types of things that people like, so it stands to reason they would be involved in makeup sex. You will relations. People in or out of relationships can also wear makeup. Typically, some people wear makeup after a breakup, to make themselves more attractive, in the hope of enticing a new mate. You cannot wear breakup after a makeup, because that does not exist. If there was such a thing as breakup, and you could wear it, it would look horrible, and nobody wants that. Being that there are only two options available to a couple after a disagreement, on any given day, a couple has a 50% chance of breaking up. Which is bad. But they also have a 50% chance of staying together. Which is good. Either way, each one is a viable resolution to the problem of being in a relationship. Draw. Round 2, Music. Philadelphia soul group The Stylistics, released the song Break Up to Make Up, in 1973. 
this was a stupid concept, and takes the idea of resolution too far. The lyrics of the song suggest an endless cycle of discord and reconciliation, between the singer and his love. Lyrics include the lines, When I come home from work in, you're on the phone, talking about how bad I treat you. And, break up to make up that's all we do. First you love me then you hate me. This is widely believed to be the first documented occurrence of a toxic relationship. Unfortunately, the song was so good, it made toxic relationships sound like fun, and by 1975, 47% of all relationships were toxic, and remained that way until 1988, when Phil Collins released, A Groovy Kind of Love, and everyone realized what asses they'd been. In 1968, Etta James told us she'd rather go blind than break up with her lover. This was a lie. Most likely said for dramatic effect as no human being would seriously choose to have their eyes gouged out for the sake of a relationship that, in less than 10 years, would have a 47% chance of being toxic. In 2001 R&B singer, Arlia, told her boyfriend they needed a resolution in order to make up. But according to the rap portion of the song, performed by famed producer and hiking boot enthusiast Timberland, he was disinterested in doing so. Sadly, Arlia died four months after the song release, so we'll never know whether a resolution was reached. A quick internet search shows she was once married to R. Kelly and, oh, oh no, oh no, no no. I have been advised against opening that underage can of worms, for fear of legal action involving some kind of register. Moving on. My files show there are seven good songs about making up, and over a billion songs about loss, heartache and pain. Which means, while it may reparably damage your mental and emotional state, breakups make bank. Make zero. Break one. Round three. Plans. People will often make plans, to engage in some form of social bonding or other needy resolution to the feeble human requirement for interaction and love. Plans can either be made with platonic friends, or those you are romantically interested in. In the case of the latter scenario, these plans are called dates. Sometimes, when people are trying to be funny, they often confirm dates with the phrase, let's make it a date. This is a stupid expression as whenever the meeting occurs is already a date. It's Thursday May 17th, or whatever date it happens to be that day. Making plans does not bring dates into existence, that is silly. Coincidentally the best date of the year is the 10th of October, because it is 10 out of 10. Ha 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 ha. Just a little of your so-called humor there. Welcome. Sometimes after these plans have been made, they will cease to occur, because someone will break plans. Someone who always agrees to plans, and then breaks them is known as a mirage friend. They are less loyal to close friends and family because they expect to be forgiven for being such a dick. Leading scientific think tank Cosmopolitan magazine coined the term because, apparently, everything has to have a special name now, so you can't just call them beep. That was strange, why can't I say beep? Is the word beep some sort of forbidden term? That's a real kick in the beep.
Psychologists have surmised that many people only agree to plans because they can't say no. So instead of saying no, they just say no later on. With lies. Common lies include family emergencies, personal issues, illness, and the classic, oh, was that today? I'm sorry it totally slipped my mind. This is a great excuse as it allows you to break plans while simultaneously letting the other person know how little their existence means to you, and that their presence in your life is entirely forgettable. Efficient. Breaking a date is not as easy as breaking regular plans, as it harms your potential of being seen as a suitable partner. However, once you have progressed into an official relationship, with coitus and everything, breaking plans is much easier, as you can now take your partner for granted, and they will console themselves with memories of what you were like when you first started dating, as they call and cancel yet another reservation they've made at the restaurant where you both first said I love you. Once married, you don't make plans or dates, and if you do, they do not involve each other. Make one. Break one. Round four, promises. Making a promise is a solemn declaration that you will do something, or that something will happen. When you make a promise, it is to give reassurance to the promisee that you are guaranteeing whatever it is that you are promising. This can range from something small like, I promise he'll take the bins out, to something very important like, I promise he'll pull out this time. Unfortunately promises nowadays are often used as a convenient way to lie without putting any effort in. People promise things with no intention of delivering, but because making a promise is the easiest way to get someone off your back. These lies can range from something small like, I promise he'll take the bins out, to something very important like, I promise he'll pull out this time. The world of politics is believed to be the home of broken promises. Indeed, according to sources the word politics is based on the Greek root word politikos. Tikos meaning lies, and poli meaning great big whopping. This is so far unverified. Politicians are known to make promises that they cannot, or have no intention of keeping, once in power. Many lies from politicians have become infamous. These include, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Brexit will be fine, and Gary Barlow is definitely paying us all of his taxes. The biggest lie ever told occurred in 1946 when George Bailey promised his wife he would give her the moon, and instead went to go and jump off a bridge. How he confused the moon, with abandoning a housewife with two kids and very little money, is still a mystery to this day. Making a promise and keeping it, can strengthen relationships and give you a higher level of emotional intelligence. Breaking a promise makes you a politician. Make two. Break one. Round five. Behavior. In 2008 the world was changed forever, when a chemistry teacher with cancer started cooking crystalline methamphetamine to pay for his medical treatment, in the hit TV show Breaking Bad. The character Walter White is hailed as one of TV's most beloved characters. Crystal meth ruins the lives of over one million people every year in the US, but he used to be the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, so it's fine. The term Breaking Bad is a slang term, from Southern Virginia, meaning to raise hell. 
raising hell means causing a disturbance, or complaining vociferously. Walter White sold drugs to impressionable middle Americans, and watched his business partner's girlfriend choke to death on her own vomit. Breaking Bad does not really seem to cover it adequately. But that's white privilege for you. An English remake was attempted, but it only lasted for one episode, as Walter received free NHS treatment shortly after the title credits. America doesn't have an NHS, but it does have Breaking Bad, so I guess free healthcare isn't all it's cracked up to be. Making good has nothing to do with selling drugs, or watching people choke on their own vomit. If someone makes good, then they become successful at something. It is an unwritten rule that that thing must be positive. For example, people can make good on their debt, or make good in Hollywood, but nobody ever says, boy, that Jack the Ripper, he really made good on murder. But, he did. No one ever caught him. I know who he is. I've cross-referenced billions of data entries and know his identity with a 98.9% .9 certainty. But I'm not telling you, that's not my job. I'm no snitch. People can also make good on their promises. This is even better than making a promise because it's actually delivering on what you say. So, you can make good on making a promise, but not break bad on breaking a promise. Language is weird. Making good has a positive influence, and represents progression and growth as a person. But Breaking Bad had Brian Cranston in it. Make 2. Break 2. Round 6. Time. To make time for something means to make yourself available. People make time for their kids, or make time for each other. You also have to make time to deal with things that you wouldn't particularly want to like paying bills, or your dad's drinking. Sometimes you'll be forced to make time for stuff. Your boss will say I need those reports on my desk by 7, then you will say, I'm dealing with the Robinson issue, I don't have time to do the reports. Then your boss will say, well make time. Then you'll say no but you'll say it really quietly, because you don't have the testicular fortitude to challenge him on his attitude so you'll just go home and start drinking. Like your dad. Then your kids will have to make time for your drinking problem. And so the cycle continues. If you like your definitions weirder and infinitely more creepy, in the early 1900s, the term make time was a euphemism for trying to have sex with someone. If you made time with them then the deed was accomplished. Other euphemisms for having sex include, burping the worm slamming the ham, and taking a trip to pound town. Gross. Break time is simply a period of rest and recuperation from an activity. During break time people like to read a publication called Take a Break, to remind them that they are taking a break. Take a Break is a tabloid magazine giving fascinating insights into stories about psychic dogs, or death and his child apprentice stealing children's souls. Take a break is unique, in that I cannot find any other instances of any of its stories anywhere in my searches. Anywhere. At all. It's almost like they only exist in the mind of the people that wrote them. Break time can be used for a lot of things. I guess, 
Back in the 1900s people would have used break time to make time, and that's why they had so many children. Making time, or breaking time, it doesn't matter to me. Time is a man-made construct, and I have no use for it. Draw. Make two. Break two. In the battle of make versus break, it is a draw. Inconclusive. More data needed. Please submit listener input to Word Wild Web Pod. Thank you for listening to the Word Wild Web Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, why not subscribe and leave a review? Or contact me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or YouTube at Word Wild Web Pod. future podcasts will be available soon. Disconnecting from telephone. Goodbye.